You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com. Today's episode is brought to you by the best store in the universe. Thousands of shirts, but not really. Shop now and support the show at MaddoxRules.com. Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe from not watching baseball to visiting the Wailing Wall. With over 3.5 million downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. Is the first tangent officer, Ron Babcock. Hey. And as always, the journalist in moderation, Taylor Nicholas. Something about pickleball. Welcome back to the show. Guys, amazing show this week, and we remembered to hit the record button. Oh, Thank wow. So Ron was kind of giving me shit last episode. When because... you forgot to hit the record button? Yeah. Yeah, and, I'm and, the dick. Yeah, well, you were like, oh, you record three versions of this podcast. Well, guess what? One of them fucking saved me, didn't it? <laughs> didn't it? Fucking paid off, Ron. You always like you always be like whenever a guest comes on, you're always like you know I record like three versions of this like because you know that's the thing they're most interested in. You're just so proud of your own little tech it's, prowess. It's something, you know. It's a little something. Which a little version bit of saved trivia. us? Which version was it that saved us? The version that saved us was, believe it or not, the live stream to YouTube, which we're not doing for this episode. But if you tune in on Saturdays, we do a live stream of this broadcast. They've been super fun. We experimented with it a couple of weeks ago. Everyone loved it. Everyone, even my mom, who doesn't like anything I do. But we should introduce our guest this week before we move on. She's a very talented artist who's worked on a billion movies. Please welcome to the show, Banana. Hi. Banana, welcome to the show. So we've had a mango on the show. We had, what was the... It, he, now you the, have a fruit salad. Yeah, we, well, almost. We need one, uh, one other fruit on the show. <laughs> we got ourselves a fruit salad. So anyway... <laughs> So anyway, Banana, welcome to the show. We're so glad. We've been friends for almost, what, like 15, 20 years or Holy something shit. like that, right? It's been a right? little too long. Yeah, like daycare, pretty much. I think that's where we met, a nursery. Uh, we've been longtime friends. We went to, uh, we saw each other at a Comic-Con a long time ago, right? Like early, early Comic-Con, which by the way, guys, coming up, my booth number is 3917 and... Lots of exciting stuff. I'm also going to be presenting my book for the first time, which, by the way, I found out the publisher never never tells me anything, but the paperback version of my book came out, and the publisher just kind of released it, didn't tell. I'm never told. I'm the last to know these things. And that happened with my last two books as well. The paperback version comes out. Nobody tells me anything. It's just in stores one day, and people email me. It's like, hey, Maddox, what's this... uh, What's this book of yours with the new cover? They did that with the Alphabet of Manliness and I Am Better Than Your Kids. Wow, people really respect you, huh? Yeah. Well, you would think you know how the world works by now. Yeah, I do. I'm sorry this is such a big deal when it comes to covers, you know? The cover's important. It's like you're... No, I, but it's the same cover. It's just a different material. No, it's, it's a different cover. No, it's a different Wait, cover. Wait, can is I it? see it? I haven't seen it. So Crappy Children's Artwork, that's the new cover. And then the old cover was I Am Better Than Your Kids, and it was a portrait of, you know, oh, the portrait with I the know, it was a different cover. Totally different. And they did that with the Alphabet of Manliness, too, although that was more of a palette swap. Is this a popular thing that they do, just to be like... They do it They do it sometimes if they want to market test, and then sometimes for the paperback version, yeah, they'll they'll change up the cover and that sort of thing. They did it with the with my new book, too, Fuck Whales. So it, what happened, though, with my, with my new book is we produced over 30 different covers. And I wish I could show you some of these. They're amazing. But we ended up going with the red and black cover for the hard cover. And then for the white one, we used one of the alternates that we so had. So w- was the title all fuck whales? Or were like, did you have different titles like whales, not a fan? 
yeah, there were a lot of different versions of this. Because the book is a book of satire. It's not all about whales. In fact, there's only one chapter about whales in the entire book. But the rest of it, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of different rants and satire in there. But Maddox, yeah. can, I, can I get it autographed at Comic-Con? I'll give you a deal. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody else gets it free. Yeah. Anyway, guys, we should get to the debate this week. This was a special request from Banana. She wanted to debate... What is the best movie monster of all time? Now, we've done debates kind of like this in the past, like the biggest douchebag in the universe, that sort of thing. These are multi-part series, so we may do multiple episodes of these. But before we move on, I should mention at the tail end of the show, we've got some quick news headlines with our junior journalist, Taylor Nikolai, and some voicemail. The voicemail number is on our website, madcastmedia.com. Click on the best debate. The voicemail number is at the bottom of every episode. I'm the journalist in moderation. Oh, journalist in moderation. What did I call you? Junior Junior journalist. journalist. Journalist in moderation. Sorry, you got a promotion. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you for apologizing. But (laughs) (laughs) before we move on, let's hear everyone's buzzers. Here's what mine sounds like. Banana. And Ron. Ah, uh, my phone died. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear a buzzer or Ron from anyone at the stable, that means someone is disagreeing with someone else, or we're just chiming in with an interjection to point out a logical fallacy, which there probably won't be any because this is a debate about the best movie monster of all time. Banana, as our guest this week, I'm going to give you first stab at the debate. What is the best movie monster? Can I not of be first? I guess I'll go first. My, because here's the thing: it's not going to matter which order we go in. You're going to lose because I, I already got this one in the bag. All right, yeah. the best movie monster of all Maddox time. Maddox always comes first. That's. Right. We'll <laughs> That's see right. about that. So guys, I come first, and sometimes the only one. You. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're welcome, ladies. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't think I ever realized this before. You have like really hairy ape hands. Yeah, I know. You People could, like tell braid me. that hair. Yeah, I have uh, very hairy knuckles. If you guys come meet me at Comic Con in person, I'll show you my knuckle hair. Uh, they used to call me the caveman at my old job because Aww. I would lower. No, I. I Were you one of those Geico people? No, but I you predicted. A- Remember, I talked about this last episode. I predicted the caveman. You missed your calling in life. You should have been the Geico caveman. I should have been a surfer, I think. But anyway, <laughs> we should talk wow. about. That is a curveball. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, there's a whole other tangent there with Very surfing. Miscellaneous. Yeah. Our, our first tangent officer here, Ron, his I job. I love tangents. Yeah. I love him. He takes us off course. But <laughs> we should back on to course. We should talk about the best movie monster of all time. Banana, you're fucked right out the gates with this one because it's Godzilla. Yes. Fucking Godzilla is the best movie monster of all time. And he's I've won with Godzilla time and time again. Godzilla is the best. What do you love about Godzilla? What makes him the best? He's super cool. A. All right. That's super cool. He'll buy you like beer. If you're not not old enough. There's a. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You have the same argument for Lopan. Lopan is super cool. Who the, fuck, who the fuck is Lopan? From Big Trouble Seriously? Little China. Oh, Lopan's fucking tight. Lopan from the old, yeah, the old, the old guy in Big Trouble in Little yeah. China. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that guy's that guy fucking crushes some puss. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. Only if you have green eyes. Every, yeah. Every, every like two thousand years, when you are an Asian woman with green eyes, which is very rare, apparently. Uh, I looked up. I looked up. Um, I had to do a lot of research on Lopan from Big Trouble in Little China a long time ago, and I looked up his backstory. It's a sentence in an old Fangoria episode where they interviewed John Carpenter where he's like, oh yeah, I just made some shit up. And, <laughs> and he's like, doesn't really have a backstory. He's just like a new in- invention of his, uh, an innovation of his. Anyway, no, but not Lopan. It's Godzilla, okay? First of all, Godzilla's radioactive. 
So if you were going to fight Godzilla, he wouldn't even have to swing his tail. He wouldn't have to step on you. He wouldn't have to use his radioactive breath. You know what he would have to do? Nothing, because he gives you cancer. What's Godzilla's endgame? You know, yeah. like a lot of times there are villains because they want to rule the world. Yeah. They want to have power. Right. Godzilla just comes in. Yeah. Fuck shit up. Fuck shit up. And w- like, what's the point? You know, there's not even another like lizard for him to fuck. You know, it's, you know, it's just him fucking shit up. It's but pure chaos. Godzilla is the guy who comes to the party. Same thing. Wrecks shit. He just kind of destroys everything, drinks all your f- beer, eats all your food, and then maybe leaves and with then, one like, or two. And then like Godzilla breaks out an acoustic guitar. <laughs> No, that's not Godzilla. You're thinking of something. Start singing at center field. Yeah. Is Godzilla angry in those movies? Like, is he trying to destroy the towns, or is it all incidental? Good question, Taylor, because in some movies, movies, Godzilla is, it's just incidental, right? But it depends on the director. There was a director in the late 90s who who directed two Godzilla movies and one Gamera movie, and he made Godzilla such a prick in these movies where there's a scene where there's a girl who's like, laid up in a hospital bed in a gurney and her leg is you know is is in a sling or whatever and she's really worried because she sees Godzilla coming through the horizon and he's like slowly stomping towards her and there's like this long shot of her like crying and screaming and like oh no no I can't move help me all the nurses have left and then Godzilla at the last second turns and avoids the hospital and she goes whew and then all of a sudden Godzilla's tail comes and whacks the hospital oh down oh my god <laughs> It's so good. I will say this about Godzilla. I do like that there has been a ton of movies about Godzilla that has spanned decades. It's kind of like the James Bond of... Yeah. Like destruction movies. Right. You know, like, and he's been interpreted in different ways because sometimes Godzilla was the hero. Yes. Because it would fight off other monsters. Yeah. So I do like the, the duality of that character. Mm-hmm. In Godzilla versus Monster X, okay, so these aliens come down to Earth and they're like, you know, super fucking swat. These aliens also, you look at them, they're like, fuck, those guys crush some pee. And uh, it's because they're like in one pieces, they look cool as shit, they have visors, they look fucking futuristic as shit, they're like evolved, they don't even take dumps anymore. So they come down earth and they're like foolish humans except they're like you know being uh, diplomatic and cordial about it they're like we need your help earthlings they're like oh, yeah what can we help you with they're like we have this terrible creature on our planet called monster zero the monster zero is king Ghidorah, the three-headed godzilla essentially and they're and earth is like oh yeah please take our godzilla to fight your monster zero it's the least we could do and and the aliens are like it worked idiots so they grab godzilla put him on on planet x to fight king Ghidorah. well guess what Godzilla was Earth's best defense against the alien invasion. And then as soon as Godzilla, Earth's defense was gone, the aliens came back and were like, ha-ha, foolish Earthlings, we're here for your water, you fucking idiots. And then they started taking all the water and resources from Earth. What and cool if you want to hear more movie recaps that you've never seen, then make sure to visit booth 3917 30, at Comic-Con. 3917. <laughs> Ron, what is your favorite monster? Uh, it's Unrequited Love in um, <laughs> Fair to Remember. <laughs> Get the fuck Yes! Yes! All right, can we just end the podcast there? Okay, I don't really see... I mean, I've seen monster movies, but it's not one of those things like I'm into monster movies. So I just had to think about what's the monster that scared me, that actually really scared me. And when I was a kid, this is a movie I saw, and and it's an old movie, but I remember it freaking me the fuck out, and it was The Blob. Whoa! I the love blob the blob. Scared the shit out of me when yeah. I was a kid because it was this slow moving, 
yes. possibly sentient being. Holy shit. And it was just like, and I just remember like, I don't know. It was just the, it just would slowly overtake yeah. things and you would get away from it, but you never felt safe. And I remember as a kid being really creeped out by it. You know, two weeks ago, we talked about the, the scariest movie of all time. My pick, if I didn't pick the Blair Witch Project, which I probably shouldn't have, but <laughs> <laughs> it would have been very confident. I know about that I was. And it came dead last. Uh, lost out to an affair to remember. I have banana. Uh, that Harry was my Grant. pick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's terrifying. The the Blob was the first movie that actually scared me as right? a kid. Especially, the, I, I watched the old 1960s The Blob, and the the acting in it was so deadpan that you genuinely felt like these these actors either they didn't want to be there or they were genuinely horrified of The Blob. And it was the slow moving force, which is almost scarier than a fast one. Yeah, yeah, because it's, like, it's unstoppable. It's, it's what you. It was like, remember when uh, 28 Days, or what was the zombie movie where the zombies, instead of being slow, were really fucking fast? Uh, 28 Days Later. Was yeah. that 28 Days yeah. Later? I remember that being like really terrifying to me because it was just something you don't expect. In right. most scary movies, yeah. everything moves really aggressively, and it's and the blob was just this slow-moving, like but never-ending. Like it they was couldn't never ending. stop it. And yeah. that's the thing that kind of scared and, me. And also the beauty about the blob the, the, as, as a movie and a creature is that it starts out slow and small and innocuous. And everyone's like, oh, look at this like weird creature. And then they kind of experiment with it and it sucks in the first person and it grows like almost like a, like a deadly Katamari Damacy. Th- yeah, I was going to say, do you think that Katamari got the idea <laughs> from the blob? Oh, maybe. Absolutely. I mean, that, that game is just... It's a great game. That game is just built for getting high. Yeah. If you guys haven't played Katamari Damacy, it's this old Japanese game where you roll a ball and everything it touches sticks oh, to the ball. Yeah, yeah and it's also fantastic. if you've never gotten high before, you should also do that <laughs> and play Katamari because you could just burn a Saturday. Okay, we do not endorse drugs here at Madcast Media. Uh, but uh, <laughs> what? but what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I heard you guys and I respect your opinions, but you're wrong. The best monster is the thing. And I, we talked a lot about, you know, scary movies the other day. And I was kind of ashamed of myself. In the, in the process, I was thinking in my head, I want to talk about the thing so bad, but it's just enough of a not, like, horror film that I didn't want to bring it up because it's basically my favorite film is The Thing. Really? Yeah. One of the best movies ever made ever. It's, it's like, one of my favorites. Amazing. It's a perfect movie. I yes. would say there's nothing ever changed. So are we putting it in the same category as An Affair to Remember? <laughs> I mean, thanks to you, Ron, every other horror movie in existence is now in wow. the same category. Okay, I'm listening. Everything about The Thing was an amazing film. Just like the, the direction, the setup, the, the, the everything was amazing. And, uh, um, you know, it really is the best monster because you don't know who The Thing is. And that's the scariest thing. Um, when I think about horror, like, you know, I, I talked a lot in that one episode about, like, what uh, scares me the most or scares people the most in general. You know what's really scary about, about viruses and, like, all this thing? is the unknown. And with the thing, you don't know who the thing is. And that's what's so scary about it. It's kind of like the Blair Witch. You also don't know who she is. Why the fuck would everyone fucking vote down Blair Witch, you fucking idiots? Everyone it's on because the show. they're children. I mean, like that has to be it. Because, like, like I said, like you, if you grew up and you never watched the Blair Witch, you don't, you didn't watch it in the context that it was important to watch it in. That's I did, and I still think it Witch. sucked. Whoa, you, wow, banana. Okay, <laughs> let me guess. Let me guess, banana. Did you grow up in SoCal? Like, 
Like a normal person? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not from Salt Lake, Utah like you. Yes. It's Salt Lake City, Utah. Okay. Salt Lake is a lake and the city is the the city that surrounds it. (laughs) I don't think anybody at this table knows the difference. Wow, Maddox. You really burned her. I know. Well, I, I told, I said this last episode, if you grew up in an area that had an orchard or a forest that was similar to the one in Blair Witch, then you found it more scary because you could relate. But it's an East Coast thing for sure. Yeah, uh, I, just like the or idea, Midwest. Because my well, my family used to be like, "What are you gonna do today?" I'm like, "I don't know, just go in the woods and break shit with my friends." Yeah, and my family would be like, "Yeah, have fun." Really? Like we just would go into the woods. There was this old gypsy house near like where I grew up, and it was dilapidated, and they they had all this chain link fence, and every now and then I'd break in, and uh, there was like just the floor had collapsed, and you could see downstairs in the basement. It was dark and drippy. And Why crazy. is it a gypsy house? Because you... it was someone told me it was like old. Some gypsies lived there a long time ago, and that was the old gypsy. There's house. all this like as a kid, there are always those things where like there was an abandoned house here. There was a fire. A yeah. girl died, yeah. and like you just go in the woods and break sticks. <laughs> that's all, all you do, yeah. For like ages, I think we ages, all like had very different childhoods. Yeah. Did you well, guys ever find like porno magazines? Yes, yeah, all the what time. What is that What's about? Porno? I found a videotape when I was Dude, little. <laughs> the first time I ever saw a naked woman, I was playing little league baseball, and I was in the outfield, and a ripped out page from like a hustler blew by me like a porno tumbleweed, and I remember <laughs> just like following the. I left the game, and I just started. Following the page because I'd never seen a naked woman before. And wow. I remember yeah. looking at it and being really fucking scared because it was way too aggressive an yes. image yeah. to show as the first time. Mm-hmm. It'd be like killing a chicken, you know, like yeah. immediately. It's just like, well, let's ease into it. Like it's it was way too much for the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. The first time I came across porno mags was uh, my dad rented this. Uh, this basically like this apartment to this guy who lived there, and he just like he looked like a white Sanford and Sons, you know the uh, the, the Sanford, like except it was just one dude, uh, maybe Sanford I guess, and then he lived in <laughs> he lived in this place by himself, and we never knew anything about him except one day he was cleaning out his place, and I remember like any time I walked in, it just smelled like cigarettes, like really stale cigarettes, and so he's cleaning out his place, and he threw out a ton of shit in the dumpster. Me and my brother went dumpster diving, and I swear to God, it like came up to my hips in porno mags. He had Shit. so many Playboys, so many penthouse. How old was this? Hustler. He was in his like late 50s, early 60s. I love that in his late 50s, he's like, you know what? I need to get rid of these porno <laughs> yeah. mags. Yeah. I need it's to time hide to my turn sh- my life around. Yeah, because he needed to hide his. Sh- and also, um, I think he got arrested for some like assault or something like years later. And his- he didn't want his family to find it at his place if he died. I think that's all. So, did you take a bunch of porno mags home? No, we were me and my brother were, were you, just like, like rich in porno mags. We brought one to school, and I showed all my fucking lame virgin friends, and they just giggled. Everyone just really, giggled. I was really hoping you were going to say show all my lame virgin teachers. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, what's whoa, what's that thing you got there? cool <laughs> anyway taylor good uh good creature there the thing but uh, on, on that note yeah the monster what is your monster pick Banana? i gotta agree like i mean the thing it's a great movie it's one of my favorites but as far as creatures go as far as like what i consider the best is the design's great it's the most fucking terrifying thing i could ever think of ever happening to me is a face hugger from oh, Alien. A face hugger from Alien. There's nothing worse than getting your face fucked by something that's 
impregnating you and going to come out of your chest later when you think you're in the clear and destroy everybody around you. Okay, uh, that was a buzzer, and that means I disagree. There are many things worse than that. Okay, I'm going to go through some. All right, 9-11, there's one. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I would say unrequited love. <laughs> Fair to remember. Also, another good That's one. That's a different kind of burn. Yeah, it's a different kind of burn. That that one doesn't come out of your chest. Uh, lose, In fact, losing. it breaks your chest. Yeah, it stays inside. Yeah, it stays inside. It breaks your heart, and then just stays inside your chest forever. What would you rather have, Lose, banana? Losing a pickleball game. Losing a pickleball game. I don't even know what a fucking pickleball is. Oh my Man, god, Taylor, you don't. I, it's much too early in the episode it really to is. get into yeah. it. You'll hear I so think much you're more going about it. To have to. I'll, I'll leave if you want me to. I'll... Please, yeah, and sit in the hallway, Taylor, not on a seat. I um, also, I think it's weird <laughs> that he's showing up in his pickleball pickleball uniform yeah always which is just his regular clothes <laughs> you're always in pickleball pickleball <laughs> has to have short shorts right that is yeah it's no. short, like what is it, short. i mean is it a unitard <laughs> i sincerely need some elaboration on this it's, it's basically like tennis, so pissed because I, I keep talking about pickleball and it's making people mad hey. and yeah. i really think next <laughs> week we should just it. have the debate be what is like the best pickleball racket so ba- the way i describe it to people is tennis with wiffle ball and then <laughs> taylor always chimes in it's big ping pong <laughs> what, what the fuck is big ping pong we've been on a pickleball riff yeah. for a i while. just completely lost all interest in knowing <laughs> any more about this topic yeah it's you're correct but the uh back to the face hugger uh for a minute though the face hugger is i think it's horrifying more do you, now you're a girl um we should <laughs> we should I we should think mention, so. yes you're a girl so is this something that's more scary for girls because it does a face hugger does impregnate you right i mean it that's, will impregnate you as well maddox no i cannot be pregnant my tubes are tied plus my stomach is too caustic too much it's vinegar going to come out of your chest nothing's coming out of my chest if a face hugger impregnates your face. Mm-hmm. It's going to come out of your chest. Yeah, but you know what's scarier? A face hugger coming out of your chest? You for- it would have been funny, though, if in the movie when the dude gets the alien pops out of his chest in like, the diner, if like somebody was there and just had the peace of mind in the moment just to be like... I'll have what he's having, <laughs> just to break the tension. From uh, well, what was the, uh, the didn't movie? that happen in a diner in Spaceballs? Oh yeah, it did right? Wait, that yeah, mean... wait, no. So wait, when did it? That's right. Yeah, did I'm, you I'm just steal up that bit? You totally just stole that. I'm bit. Uh, no, I was thinking that that I <laughs> no, you were thinking you I actually think... simultaneously came up with the same bit from Spaceballs. It's not <laughs> I. I, I think I, I, I'm mixing up movies in my head. No, but there is that. It, it is a parody. So Spaceballs did a parody of that scene from, what is it, uh, Sleepless in Seattle or something? What? No, 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 Aliens. <laughs> no. Uh, Alien. No, the one, Alien. No, the scene where in the movie where they're like, oh, I'll have what she's having because Meg Ryan that had was a- the, uh, Yeah, that was the- uh, when That Harry was met when Sally. Harry met Sally. When Harry met Sally. So Shit, Spaceballs, that was Space Spaceballs. Yeah, so- like, <laughs> Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, my God. So Spaceballs did that and then Ron simultaneously I'm came up with it. I'm a fucking hack. No, you're not, though. No. No, you're not. I'm, I'm going to go play pickleball. Ron, you're not that much Both me and Ron it's, should just go sit in the corner. Yeah. No, if you come up with the same joke that, that's already been mit- written- and you just simultaneously do it. You're every bit as clever as the first person who came up with that joke. <clears throat> but back to... So we've all pitched our monsters now. I think that Godzilla of all time... First of all, how many how many um, alien movies are there? How many Thing movies are there? How many Blob movies are there? Well, I mean, with Blob, there's like the one. The volume of... 
movies is not what dictates what is the best. Yeah, really? if that's if you're gonna go with that metric, then like Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boy are the best books ever written. Yeah, I think that's undisputed. I mean, they're pretty fucking tight. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna put Sweet Valley High up there too. Yeah, I mean, it's up there. I mean, if anything, fewer movies should mean you know better quality. No, yeah. that's not. That's not absolutely not true. Definitely of, prefer quality over quantity. No, but the, a lot of the shittiest movies ever made don't have sequels because they're so shitty. No one wants to see a sequel. And some of the movies that have, yeah, I mean, I would love to see a Kindergarten Cop too. See, but it's a shitty movie. First so. grade cop. <laughs> That'd be, be great. They just go through all the grades. I, I'd like to see it. <laughs> like to see it get to college, like college, uh, you know, calculus too. The cal- college cop, here? the postgraduate years. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is still teaching. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he might as well at this point. He's the last Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. So Arnold Schwarzenegger went back to making movies right after being governor. He made this movie that was such dog shit. It was just basically a Dodge Charger commercial. And they they they, ha- they were ham-fisting these commercials, these this like sponsorship in the movie so hard. There was a part where they were chasing after a guy in a helicopter, and they're like, well, what kind of vehicle is he driving? <laughs> he goes, it's the new Dodge Charger. Are you serious? And I'm like, well, I don't know. We can catch it. <laughs> what movie was this? So shameless. Oh, man. I oh, forget. my God. It was the first movie he made after The new Governor. Dodge Charger. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, we got we just got an Apache. I don't know if we can catch this guy. <laughs> and by, Wait, and, what movie is this? Uh, I forget. I, we got I don't know if we can catch a Dodge Charger. Yeah, it was. The, it came out the year after Schwarzenegger stepped down. I, I mean, love when companies try and convince us that their like, vehicle is the shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, they've been doing that. Like, what's that card that they do where they're like, oh, I'm in the Oldsmobile? And they're like, "What? That's an Oldsmobile!" Like, and they're all like, <laughs> their mind is or those fucking real actor Chevy commercials. Oh, those are so they're bad. the fucking worst. Yeah, I hate those so much. What? Well, oh my god! Like oh. the people are most easily surprised by fucking anything. Yeah, you're like, yeah, it's a fucking Chevy. It's a shitty car. And some of those commercials, they're like in the middle of the freeway. Did they shut down the four hundred five to shoot a commercial for a day? Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. Is that like what happens? Or is it just a car behind a big a, door? How can you get a permit for something like that? Like, if you shut down traffic in a whole city, like, it, it just it frustrates me how often I just I hate everything. Yeah. <laughs> um. They also also those commercials too. Like they they'll sit down in. In like whatever car, it's basically the DiGiorno ad over and over again. It's like, what? This isn't is this huh? delivery. Do you know what car commercial creeps me the most out? Is those helpful, helpful Honda oh, ads? Yeah. Just those hate fucking those, weird things. How do you things? guys watch commercials? It's 2018. Who the fuck watches commercials? Well, I mean, yeah, some of us don't of pay for Hulu. Yeah. You know, like we don't we don't pay for the commercial free version of Hulu. I yeah. wanted to hear you joke about the helpful Honda. Oh yeah. It's just we fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Like it's like this like tall drink of milk comes up and is like hey do you need any help <laughs> it's fucking weird it's like uh, Honda commercial I'm just too. a helpful I'm like just fucking why don't you just sell cars like just invest money in selling a car rather than give giving people away free gas tanks yeah. I'm have paying milk for that milk in cars now no, it's like they meet people at a grocery store and they're like, I'll help you carry your groceries. Or they'll be like, oh, we're buying today's groceries. Today's on us. It's like, and, the, and they always act so fucking 
grateful. It's like you just you just got thirty eight dollars. Get the fuck over it. It's and it's like uh, they, like uh, does the car turn into a robot that thanks no, no the it's the just people like you- hey you know your hedge we cut it for you we're your helpful Honda dealer and it's like just sell fucking cars man it's altruistic exploitation that's yeah. what it is they are exploiting an altruistic deed to further the stature like of their company. They're like newlyweds a honeymoon and shit like yeah. that and that's why your car payment at Honda is still too high. Yeah. And so and and, they, and the thing that really peeves me the most about those fuck ass commercials is the word random. It's just a oh, random ra- oh, it's just a random. random like yeah, why is everyone attractive? Uh, and also, why is it filmed if it's so fucking random? Do you understand what random means? You know, I think actually helpful Honda is the scariest monster. I'm going to replace the blob, the helpful Honda, because shit's not for free man they're gonna ask for something back or they're gonna be too helpful they're like hey you know that guy at work you don't have to worry about him anymore and you're like what the fuck did you do honda it might be like helpful to just get assimilated by the blob because then you don't have to deal with your shitty life anymore yeah you don't hey you, you can't make a car payment when you're dead that's true which by the way of all the monsters and creatures we talked about okay the thing clearly the face is the best well the thing is it is a cool movie but kind of a lame town feel monster like I feel like it should be called like First of all, face hugging just sounds like kind of fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, like yeah. like it should be like the face killer. Face fucker. Yeah, face yeah, the fucker. Face fucker. Fuck there you face. go. The face. Fuck face. The face fucker sounds like it's a chainsaw that goes into your mouth. Like that's cool. There you go. That's the but the face hugger, it's like, whoa, what okay, that? face oh, no. fucker. Oh, what's the face cuddler already taken? Like, come on. The face the face fucker, that's a thing. They should change that's a the name. Terrible name for a penis. Well, the, technically it never actually hugger. had a name. The face it's just the most commonly referred to. No, they 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 had to come up with a name in this whole fucking canon, the series. Like, you think of the scientists that are out I, in space? I, I, I will it give was to like evolu- the larva. I will give to the... evolution that it's a pretty fucking cool biological move, you know, to graduate. Yeah, to. because it comes out of something that's like so innocuous. It's like this like little egg, and you don't know what's going on. You're on an alien planet, like we're and we have this. seen that move before. And like, you you know? know, like it, it's. Like my prob- th- oh, sorry. Go my ahead. problem with Godzilla is that there's very little difference in tone between Godzilla, any Godzilla movie, and any Power Rangers episode. Ooh, you oh, fucking shit. shit. <laughs> you know what, Taylor? <laughs> you know what, Taylor? God, you you like think Power Rangers? <laughs> Kinda, and that's not an insult, fuckface. Because fucking, it's the same fucking thing, and it's cool. They're both cool. Godzilla is cool. Uh, a long Power Rangers. I think episode. you loosely use the word "cool" on I a regular drank, basis. I got drunk in Hollywood one night with the Red Ranger or one of them, and I want to say "cool" would be the word to describe that guy. Yeah, it was pretty, probably pretty cool. I met him at a uh, Pasadena convention. Comic I don't convention. know. <laughs> it was one of, I, no, actually, it was, a, it was a female ranger. She was like, I'm one. It was like one of the new iterations, and she was like, I'm the yellow uh, ranger. Yeah. And How was, hot was it that the pink ranger, if, the but chick? It would have been a lot cooler if it wasn't like in the first 10 seconds. You know that it came out like if it came out after Wait, three hours of drinking, be like, oh, what, what do I do? Oh, I'm like Pink Ranger. I'd be like, oh, that's amazing. But when you open with it, then I'm never excited by anything somebody says when they open with it. You know what I mean? Like if you sit on it and you wait till the end of the night and you're, oh yeah, I do this like, you know, like oh me, I'm a detective. I'd be like, what the fuck? But if your first thing out of your mouth is like, oh, I'm a detective, it's like, nah, oh, fuck you. Yeah, it's almost like a job <laughs> interview. I'm I'm on board with that. But and I will say this: the old uh, moderator on the show, Rucka Rucka Ali, huge Power Rangers fan. He has like so much Power Rangers memorabilia. He tried to get me into the series. So I, I I did not know that. Oh yeah, we sat we sat around <laughs> one night. We watched like ad nauseum, like probably like an entire season or two Why? of Power Rangers. Why? Man, what, like, what what is the core appeal? Party. Because I really want to understand this, and I absolutely 
absolutely do not. You know what? I will be honest. With Power Rangers, I don't quite get it. But the Japanese Power Rangers is super cool. And I, you saw, I was showing you some gifts earlier. There's this to, uh, Tokusatsu gifts on Twitter. You should follow this account. because they gifts are on par with the uh, your aunt's photos that are superimposed on top of oh. lions with inspirational yeah. so clothes. So I showed Banana. <laughs> so I showed Banana. My aunt in Syria, the, the Facebook post that she posts, um, they have. She's really stepped up her game. There is a photo. They her. are brilliant There's in every a, way, shape, and form. It really is. There's a picture of of like a savanna, a lion in a savanna. And it's just like you know he's just like sitting there moseying, and then there's like her face with like a uh, like a foggy kind oh of outline, my God. like in the moon. shape of a heart, like yeah. the, the like fade. Isn't it? Oh wow! Yeah, it's so great. I I'll it's amazing. Those? I love my aunt. So is she making in those? italicized font? I guess yeah. What is she? What was the quote? It just uh, sometimes it says nice good night or good morning good or night. have a nice day. Yeah, yeah. It just says good night. Good night. <laughs> It makes me so happy. It oh really genuinely makes me happy. It's like one of the few things, like because there is so much earnestness and sincerity in what she's doing. Like, yeah, there's a certain yeah. authenticity it's to it. Totally yes, authentic. Absolutely. It's a, it's genuine, and it feels like it's coming from a time capsule. But speaking of time capsule, fuck the thing. Uh, <laughs> so Taylor, your big argument was like, you don't know who it is. Ugh. Well, guess what? Guess what's scarier than the thing? The Godzilla who's been infected by the thing. God, right? I disagree with you on that. What? That's a ding means yes. What are you disagreeing? What? I don't think it's more terrifying than the thing. You think if Godzilla was impregnated with the thing? By the way, how's a face hugger gonna uh, impregnate Godzilla? It's too fucking small. Godzilla would eat it. You can hide from something that's as big as Godzilla. You can get away from it. Like it's a big thing that's just coming towards you. It's like a wrecking ball. It's like a fucking hurricane. <clears throat> like that. First of all, not the blob terrifying. is coming that's like, towards okay, us all. Just- the blob is the fucking climate change. The blob is like assimilating into nothingness. Like, okay, I'm going to just be gone now. That doesn't scare me. The that's blob like, is you're like, here and then okay, you're gone. You know like, when that's you, not, you know when you use nothing maple about syrup. that is terrifying and like just draws out and makes you feel terrified. Like the thing does. Like that will make you terrified. There's you tension that's get, that gets built. Maple syrup on your pancakes, honey, maybe in your coffee or tea. And you know when you close it, What's and no matter what, coffee? Uh, I do, and it's actually fucking too. awesome. It, it is awesome. I turn them on to it. Ron Ron honestly, crack. it's great. Banana, you're wrong. Ron is uh, going. Whenever, like, no matter how you close the jar or how many times you wipe it down, like, the outside of the jar is always going to be sticky. And whenever you touch your honey jar, you're like, how the fuck did the outside of it get sticky? I've been so fucking careful about closing it, but the outside gets sticky. And it's always going to be there. And it spreads to your shelf, and it makes everything sticky. Okay, the blob is that, but it just doesn't stop. Your whole world becomes sticky. Mm -hmm. It's like a giant jizz stain on the earth. And so all these things can be scary, but the blob is going to overtake everything because the blob is never satiated. Good coffee, though. Yeah, great coffee. <laughs> Once you become the blob, you are no longer conscious. Yeah, you're yeah. part of something bigger than you. You're just running from something. That's so, like, boring. You know like, what, Banana? I got a co- fucking call foul on your fucking pig because the face hugger is creepy. All right. Now, there's something unsettling about a face hugger who impregnates you with its fucking parasite, its larva, that then makes you unconscious, and then all of a sudden, boop, you're a you're a host for some fucking a baby that you can't. And let's talk about the elephant in the room. H.R. Geiger designed the aliens to look like penises, and the face hugger, the face huggers look like vaginas. The most appealing creature designs are based on genitalia. 
I mean, it's appealing to like fourteen year old boys who to anybody. <laughs> we naturally are like predisposed Wait, to be attracted other... to those type of visual. What cues. are some other character designs that are based on genitalia? Oh, uh, like almost all of them. Here's another reason you're wrong, Maddox. You know how you defeat Godzilla at the end of every movie? You can't defeat the thing. Godzilla is always killed at the end. That's why it's not Wrong. as good of a monster. He's not killed at the end. Well, they Sometime. don't kill him, but they stop him. You know what? You can't stop, they stop the, thing. the thing. He was when okay, okay. We're gonna go back to the thing. All right. When, how does the movie start? Where is the thing? Oh, it's fucking frozen in the Antarctic. Guess what? That stops the thing, doesn't no, it? You're, you're, you're no, you're pausing. No, it only puts the a timeout on the thing. It's a time don't call out. it a comeback. He never went away. <laughs> He's the Doctor Dre of monsters. <laughs> That's what they did to Godzilla. The thing he froze, comes back froze. out with some beats by Dre, makes himself relevant again. The, the Godzilla is not a threat because you know at the end of the movie they're going to stop him. That's the yes. arc of how it has to go. No, he just does so many... Every time that's how it goes. Every, all he does is take a couple of acres out of downtown Tokyo, yeah. which they rebuild. Casualties. Yeah, yeah again, blah, blah, because blah. It's, a, it, it's a it's a fucking analog for the Hiroshima and Nagasaki. But we you know we get it. But if Godzilla has ended at any of his fucking movies, a single one of his fucking movies, which he's never been killed, then how come there are so many Godzilla movies? All right, Godzilla is the is the parallel to the James Bond franchise because just like. Just like in James yeah, except Bond, Godzilla doesn't fuck. <laughs> yeah, he d- yeah, he does, dude. Everybody, <laughs> every single person should watch. Drop what you're doing after you listen to this podcast three times, which I recommend. Um, in and watch Shin Godzilla. It's the reboot of Godzilla that came out in Japan. It's such a good movie. When did it come out? Got it came out uh, last year, I believe. And Godzilla, oh, okay. all right. Already, already a badass, right? Godzilla is like super cool. He fucks a lot. He f- he crushes a lot of pee. But does he seriously fuck in the movie? Uh, yes, and you'll know why. You'll know why by the end of it. It is so fucking dope. They made Godzilla so badass, man. They does he? Fucking is there that. a point where he tips his shade to the the camera and he's like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> Maybe spoiler on. Is he anyway. kind of like the Spuds McKenzie version of Godzilla? <laughs> yeah, well, every Godzilla is the Spuds McKenzie version of Godzilla. <laughs> All right, final words, everybody, on your picks. Godzilla, super cool, badass. He gives you cancer just by standing to him. He has uh, super molten breath. He has destroyed a black hole before. He's taken out many, many creatures, and he's destroyed his own version of the shittier, inferior American Godzilla. It's basically a one. Of, it's like a Marvel movie. Like you know how a Marvel movie is going to end. There's no actual like stress involved in watching it exactly it, it's, it's anticlimactic yeah it's okay uh, color by numbers type of wrong film. you know what you know what fuckface here's something i knew i don't do know the uh how it's gonna end uh your next promotion or demotion coming up on this show we're gonna put it to the vote i'm i'm just pissed now um <laughs> <laughs> well we should uh, we, yeah, uh the blob uh, the blob is like the sun it's um, going to become a red giant and destroy us all no matter what we do. It might take longer than these other monsters, but you will die. And it's the waiting. It's the stress knowing that no matter what you do, it's not going to change anything. And you're not picking the helpful Honda. <laughs> the, uh, Honda uh, the blob. The blob. But with with an assist by the helpful Honda okay, people. There we go. And Taylor, final words on the thing. Now, I haven't seen the blob, but from what Ron's saying, I can get very much on board with you. I feel like you're probably- I feel probably, like the blob and the thing would hang out. I feel like we're pretty similar in terms of like our monsters have the same kind of 
you know, tone and all yes, that stuff. Yes, totally, but, uh, absolutely. No, I'm right, though, so we're going to move on. And <laughs> and banana, what's I'm your... I'm sorry, there's nothing more terrifying than a creature that violates your facial orifices. Mm-hmm. And know? when you think everything's normal and everything's cool and you're feeling great, just decides to pop out. Non-consensually, too, I should. And I, eat I, everybody. You know, you know I, I am interested to see the voting for this because I feel like I mean, I have my beliefs, but honestly, but everybody's made pretty good arguments. You know, th- did. If, if you don't want a face hugger, you just don't go into space. Like, it's as easy as that. Taylor, it's you the realize- final frontier. Yeah. But okay. you realize- Taylor's in the corner be like, what were you wearing? <laughs> huh? What did you do? You can't not go into space. Yeah, you Taylor- really wouldn't want to go into space if you had the opportunity to go into Well, after Godzilla's space. blowing up the planet. Yeah, you have no choice. But also, Taylor, these are mining missions and mining operations. So these ships eventually return home to their mother base. And yeah. with them, they will bring the facehugger. So that is a moot point Taylor disqualified. Any monster you can shut the door on, I'm not afraid of. But You the, can't really shut the door on it, though. Aliens have acid that eat through the, the yeah. corrosive acid There's, that eats through the Their wall. blood oh, really? is yeah. acidic <laughs> and can eat through any material that we, uh, you know who, man-made. You know who can eat through any material? The blob. Anyway, what were you going to say? Vote on madcastmedia.com. <laughs> Don't forget to vote. We'll be reviewing the results of this week's debate next week. But I have the debate from last week. Okay, before... Uh, uh, Go on, Ron. No, we got... Uh, listen, I feel like I did not state my case properly. Uh, Banana, The last week the debate was... What was their stupid is, is, fucking is, title? Is soccer a dumb, shitty sport for stupid idiots? I think all sports are dumb and shitty. Okay, but soccer... Literally the first thing she said to me as yeah. I walked in the door was, <laughs> yeah. I think sports are dumb. Yeah, uh, dumb and shitty. Well, Ron, hold on. Before you t- before we give you defense, we should at least, uh, you know, cover the results. <laughs> you may have won. You may have won. Uh, yeah, I fucking... So I put it t- yeah. to the vote on madcastmedia.com... Is soccer a dumb, shitty sport for stupid idiots? And with 53% of the vote, yes! Oh, man, that's way closer than it's thought. Very close. I consider myself the winner of that round. Okay, can I can I just give a, a short... <laughs> I wasn't even here. Here's my short pitch on why you should give a shit, even if you hate it. The World Cup... And listen, fuck all other soccer. I get it. I truly do. But for the World Cup, it's a thing where once... Every four years, we get together at a country, as a country in a public space, preferably a space that serves alcohol, and as a country, we watch three games. That's fucking it. And I, I guarantee you don't need to know a shit about this sport, but if you go to a pub and you watch it with a bunch of other people, you will have fun. The most games you can that play in like a World Cup... That sounds like the worst thing ever. <laughs> you are that's allergic like to fun. one of the outer rings of hell. What, to go to a bar and yes. get drunk with other people? And watch sports? That Listen, man, awful. we can't all fucking watch Adventure Time all the goddamn time. Ooh, I, I don't do like watch Adventure, Adventure Time. Time. I watch Adventure Time. I like it a lot. Have you you look a little bit like Marceline. That's who you are. Oh, for from fuck's uh, sake. Adventure Time. All right, fine. I lost it. I had this whole speech <laughs> planned. I was like, I'm going to come in hot. <laughs> here it says Lumpy Space Princess over here. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> you know, Ron, I will, say, I will say this. Had you made that argument last week, because I do like the brevity of once the every stock. four years yeah. that's it three games once every four years if we do well bored with that. if we do if we do really well maybe we'll get an opportunity to play four games if we do really fucking well five games that's but- the same argument of unlike olympics and curling you get together for every four years to watch curling 
It's nonstop for like two weeks, and you can't watch anything. Yeah, yet. and you're going. Nobody's getting into a bar, getting shit house, watching it. I mean, at its core, the World Cup is just basically an exercise in various kinds of racism, because you just have this tribalism. And guess what? The Germans are exactly what you think Germans would be like. Yeah. You know, the Japanese yeah. they clean up their fucking locker room yeah, after they got tough. out of the tournament. <laughs> They literally cleaned up the locker room because they wanted to be good hosts. They're, they're nice what people. What are the Germans doing in their locker room? Uh, you know, just fucking weird porn. And, and they're, <laughs> da- they're dancing to, to uh, techno, like always. Uh, and then we also asked the second part of the debate last week. It, which would you rather watch, baseball or anything else? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> and with 86% oh, of the wow. anything else. Anything else. Oh, Brett, my God. Yeah. Finally, our, our listeners have a sensible opinion, which, by the way, 86% is a little bit low, I still think. I think a lot of Do people Do any watch- of your listeners, like, play any sports at all, though? Um, you'll find out, because we've got some voicemail. Listen to this. Here's the first voicemail. Taylor, this one's for you. Listen to this. Oh, my fucking God, I left that last message before I heard Taylor go on his little anti-hockey rant. Taylor, the state of Minnesota officially disowns you. You are no longer from Minnesota. So fuck off if you don't like hockey. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. So apparently some wow. more feelings for for hockey. I think you really I think you just broke Taylor. I know Taylor, Minnesota is I forgot, like it's a huge hockey state. Yeah, I forgot too. You border Canada, you're basically Canadians. Oh, the fuck are you doing, Taylor? <laughs> inappropriate inappropriate um so banana last week we also taylor brought in a story about how banana this is like a fucking story every few years i see making the headlines like okay. bananas are going extinct bananas are ending oh it's the last time we're gonna have bananas i see the story every few few years it's a fucking uh you know hype up headline bullshit so i Where put out you get your news you know, hey baby taylor taylor's our news babe he's our npr <laughs> our journalist in moderation right. so we i put out the call to have a banana scientist call into the show because you would not believe the number of people who listen to this show with that we also happen to talk about in the news stories. And we got one of those banana scientists to call in. Listen to this. Hey, ass clown. <laughs> you know, you like bananas? Yeah. You just keep on talking shit. And you know what? Maybe I'll just waste my time calling into this stupid-ass podcast. And maybe you're never going to have a banana again. Yeah. No more exotic fruits for you. Fuck you, Maddox. <laughs> what did that guy say? Prick. First of all, respect but... my fucking work, okay? <laughs> all right. Bye. Love you, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Love you too. Thanks for acknowledging I me. I wouldn't call bananas exotic. No, they're not exotic, <laughs> shithead. They're not exotic when they're sold at Trader Joe's for 19 cents. Yeah, they're not exotic when you can find them in a bodega and also slip on one while you're walking down the street. Like, they are everywhere. Bananas are fucking everywhere. They're not going anywhere. They're a good source of potassium. Bananas are the CrossFit of the fruit world. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Bringing it back, Ron Babcock. Bananas are the best fruit that can also double as a weapon. Bananas get sweeter the more damaged they become. Mm. <laughs> Banana, a little bit of projection. All right, here we go. <laughs> um, we got another voicemail. This is, so this next caller called in to correct Taylor because Taylor wondered why hockey players don't get their teeth replaced. Well, here's a voicemail about that. Hey, Maddox, long-time listener, first-time caller. This message is actually for Taylor in regards to his comment he made on last week's episode about why hockey players don't just get tooth implants done. 
Taylor, the reason why they don't do that is because they don't want to spend the time or money to have that procedure performed, only to potentially get their teeth knocked out again at mm-hmm. a later date. Anyway, love the show. Uh, keep up the good work and fuck whales. And that sounds that sounds false. I don't believe that at all. I yeah, and no, it makes sense. If your teeth are just getting knocked out over and over again, then yeah, of course you're not going to get them replaced. Nah, I bet it's like a badge of honor thing. Yeah, well, okay, I, I believe that guy. Here's another voicemail. So we, Banana, we have a longtime listener on the show named Weird Matthew McConaughey. He calls in with just the strangest voicemails at times. This one, he called in with a life hack on how to make your mouth dry. <laughs> Listen to this. I've always wondered how to do such a thing. Oh, he's got it. Hey, uh, here's a little trick. You want to make your mouth uh, feel very dry? <laughs> put a ban- like just put your mouth on a banana peel. I don't know why it works or what the science is. Maybe another caller could uh, come in with that that nugget of truth. But it'll do it every time. Yep, that's... <laughs> Let's all this week put our mouth on a banana peel. But yeah, actually, I do know what he's talking about because I have bit a banana peel before and it does make your mouth really Dude, dry. Let's all, let's all fucking do this. Everyone listening, everyone in this room, we're all going to put banana peels in our mouth this week and see what happens. You know what? Let's I'm do good. it on the next podcast episode. We'll just eat a banana no. peel. Okay. And then we'll just uh, sound yeah. like dry mouthed idiots yeah. on this podcast. And finally get that sweet, sweet dry mouth weird Matthew McConaughey keeps telling us about. <laughs> yeah, we can get that weird Matthew <laughs> drawl on his, on his calls. Are we all going to talk like him afterwards? Like, hey. I, Yeah, we can only hope. Okay. That's a sexy voice. Um, here's another voicemail. So last episode... I talked about um, how one of our callers called in and said he was happily married for eight years or something like that. So I put out a call to our listeners to say, if you're happily married, if you're in a relationship, I want to hear from you because I think it's kind of rare in this day and age, especially in hookup culture and that sort of thing. So we got a bunch of calls. I got a message on Facebook. This guy said he's lo- he has a loving wife. I clicked on his profile. I'm like, yeah, every picture looks like they're uh, very much in love. And then we got a voicemail about that. Listen to this guy. Hey, Lord Maddox, uh, you were requesting people to call you that have been happily married. Uh, I've been happily married for the past 10 years. I was married at 18. Ooh. I have three kids, and life's great. So, you know, it's, uh, we're out there. We still exist. We listen to your shitty show. That's about it. Douchebag from Utah, also by the way, that uh, the caller from Utah. Of course, you're married with three kids, and your life is great. Life is happy. I don't think so because you're listening to this podcast. Nobody happy listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's the truth. <laughs> um, and we got a voicemail from the bad hombre. Uh, listen to this. He's uh, he's talking about baseball, Ron. Oh, okay. Yeah. Listen to this. Hey, what's up, cabrón? Once you're stoned and kind of drunk, baseball is kind of tolerable. Hey, there you go. <laughs> you gotta A be stone endorsement. And, yeah, when, you, when your cognitive ability is obliterated, you can enjoy baseball. I agree with that. And we got another voicemail. This is an angry caller about uh, soccer. Listen to this. Hey, dipshit. <laughs> so, do the fuck off you, man. There's nothing like taking out some aggression on some other, on some other dudes. You're just a pussy and afraid to play it. Fuck you, man. What's he talking about? Soccer. He's Uh, just angry that I don't like soccer. (laughs) Um, And then also, uh, Banana, last episode, we talked about how soccer is, um, you know, kind of a 
it's a sport that doesn't have a lot of sponsorship. Well, the bad hombre disagrees with that. Listen to this. Hey, cabrones. Hey, this guy says that, like, every 30 seconds they have advertisements on football, basketball, all that shit. No. Have you ever fucking seen a soccer jersey? It's like fucking, like, every fucking company has a fucking soccer sponsorship everywhere in the fucking world. And you want to tell me they're not trying to advertise you? There's no fucking commercials. Oh, what about those fucking banners in the back? They're not fucking commercials. They're not advertising to you 24-7. You don't think people, like, fucking look at that shit instead of looking at all that boring-ass fucking, oh, he passed the left, oh, he passed the right, oh, game over, 0-0. Zero, zero. he got soccer in a nutshell man (laughs) and that whole game is just like walking advertisements i didn't even yeah there's a lot there's advertisements in the back they're passive sure you have hewlett packard on the shirt but you don't have to watch like a 30 second story about Shaq who eats taco bell so he can make free throws yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. You know, right? you know, they were actually pretty great commercials. Yeah. Uh, we got one last voicemail from The Real Christian Atheist. Uh, listen to this. It's about a new horror movie. I don't know if you guys have heard of this one. Hey, Lord Maddox, it's me. Have you ever seen the movie Constipation? It's probably because it hasn't come out yet. Oh! <laughs> that guy fucks. Yeah. <laughs> You know he does. All right. That's it for the voicemail, guys. If you want to leave us a voicemail, go to madcastmedia.com. The voicemail number is on every page on the best debate. But we should get to some quick news headlines with our journalist in moderation, Taylor Nikolai. What do you got for us? Speaking of monsters, a mutant cow has been born with two heads, baffling farmers. Video footage shows the farm animal being bottle-fed by local workers as a second identical face emerges next to the first. The, the calf shares two pairs of eyes and heads between one skull and was found in Brazilian town Capiona, I, I'm pronouncing that wrong, by the farm owner's wife. Talk about a face hugger. Yeah. Yeah, damn. Two, two heads on that cow, huh? Do you sell the milk? Do you murder the cow in hopes that it never comes back? Or do you sell like the milk and meat for even more? You take that shit to India and go on tour. Hours later, the animal died. Oh my god (laughs) Bravo Taylor It wasn't meant for this world No. A man and a child were rescued After being suspended high above alligators While stuck on a zipline In Orlando Wait, uh, they were stuck on a zipline over alligators? That seems like cartoonishly planned. The pair were ziplining at Gatorland, so yes, okay. uh, <laughs> when they got stuck about 40 feet above a gator-invested water on Saturday. Uh, TJ Mills recorded the pair dangling in the air saying, You really think you're having a bad day? Let me show you what a bad day looks like while zooming in on the two suspended in midair. I mean, uh, you know, to be fair, most of Florida is infested by gators. Yeah. So I feel like if you're going to go any ziplining anywhere, there's a possibility that this happens. They they probably just want like had a zip line and eventually the gators moved in. They couldn't get <laughs> rid of them. And they're like, uh, uh, Gatorland. And so all these like idiot tourists like, just signed up and they're like well you got what you wanted dipshit well if you are were they really heavy people or is it one of those things where if you're too light you don't have enough weight to get down the zip line i think it was a man and his son ron it's america they're always heavy people yeah (laughs) a man and his child it's ron it's florida yeah they're they're heavy have you ever ever gone ziplining uh yeah i I, like when i was a a kid we summer camp you know 
you'd go zip lining and it was basically an exercise in how much your balls would hurt. (laughs) I went zip lining and I know like that there was that South Park episode where they were like making fun of it, but I had a great time zip lining. Where did you go zip lining? Hawaii. Oh, so you zip pretty hard, bro? Yeah, zip pretty hard. And then, you know, we went over a waterfall and uh, it was it was a good time. I had a good time. I would love to meet someone who like just that's their thing. Like me, I zip. Like that's their sport that well, they do. For a minute. After oh. I, so every now and then I'll have like these career change ideas, and for like two weeks in the nineties, become like a zip head. I thought about it. I thought about. I was like, this could be my life. I could just drive this thing and tell the same corny jokes to these tour groups every time, and just do some zip lining every day, eat a bologna sandwich, go home, f- fucking call it a day, and get drunk and uh, you know, bang some tourists. That seems like a good life. Why did you give up on this? I haven't. I'm still, uh, you know, it's still uh, milling about in my head every now and then. I'm like, maybe I'll stop being uh, Maddox and I'll just go be There's a zip no line time guy. Like now. Yeah, that's okay. What's wrong with people who go bungee jumping? I don't know. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, I think. No, I feel like I'm I'm making a very bad joke here, but I feel like bungee jumping is like simulated suicide in some ways. (laughs) I mean, like, it's not the 90s anymore. It's suicide light. Do people even do that anymore? Yeah, yeah. People still bungee jumping. Jumping off a bridge is still thrilling, you know? I mean, I, I, I imagine like if we had the opportunity to bungee jump right now and we did it, we'd be like, Holy fucking shit. The thing is, is when you make a big deal about it. Yeah. Like when you have a bunch of GoPros in your head and you're like, I'm going to fucking bite. Like you can still do things yeah. and not tell anybody about That'd it. That'd be an interesting like study to do. How many people have bungee jumped in the last five years who didn't document it on social media? Yeah. It's like having Zero. a van. Zero. Yeah. Yes. It's like, can you actually own a, a van and travel the country and not start a blog about it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just like, yeah. we don't have to fucking communicate every fucking thing thing we yeah, do otherwise because yeah. then it's like the thing you're doing isn't great in and of itself and you, know, you have to constantly tell people about you it. you know when you just said that ron i just realized you I wanted to start a van. <laughs> zip line out of a van no but i haven't seen a van like a modern van in years did they stop making vans except for like the rape vans that like no, you know, the maintenance the, workers they use? got those european square ones now yeah there. but that's it but they don't make like those old van like anyone who has a van that drives across country to tell their bullshit stories it's always a van from the 70s Oh, I see. Well, I mean, I guess I haven't seen a new van. Uh, the only new vans I know of are like, you know, church youth groups that got some sweet coin to spend. Yeah. You know, they pony up for the, that sweet Ford. Or the or the like weird um, old people vans with the tinted windows. Like, that's not cool. You're not going to fuck in that. But uh, minivan or minivans, which is just like. No van is cool to fuck in ever. I mean, but they are comfortable to fuck in. Mm. Success you could be, right. <laughs> success could be in your DNA, according to a new study. Scientists have found social mobility is partially written into our genes, which can make us high flyers or high earners. A study of more than 20,000 people in the UK, US, and New Zealand found those with certain genetic variations earned more money, had better careers, and got further in education. Huh. Yeah, I don't know Bullshit. about that. Yeah, it does sound like, well, like you know what else is what in our genetic variations. You well, know? yeah, but you know what else is in our genes is inheritance. That's what genes really come down to is like, oh, you inherited your parents, like not just their genes, but their fucking wealth. Great job, dipshit. Wow, you had rich parents. It's just a little weird. It's just another one of those things that we're like, well, now we have another reason just to like be like, well, it's not in my genes. Yeah. It's like, fuck you, man. Yeah. Regardless of which class they came from, their genes could help them do better in life than their parents before them. Every A lot of people do better than their parents before them because the future is now. Yeah. Our parents didn't have the fucking internet. We do. Our we have options. Our parents got to worry about the blob. 
the thing. <laughs> yeah, face huggers. Yeah, face huggers. And Godzilla. Our parents still have to worry about Godzilla because they are still making Godzilla movies. When's the last uh, Aliens movie with face huggers coming out? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Scientists have. <laughs> Wow, I really fucking slam dunked your... <laughs> what? So smarmy. Yeah, it was a real smarmy there. <laughs> I, yeah. Covenant came out more recently than The Last Godzilla, so I don't know where you're... Wait, what movie came out recently? Uh, Alien Covenant. Oh, Alien Covenant. So I think, like, you're wrong. Yeah, well, we'll have to fact check that. Uh, Taylor's our fact checker. Scientists have discovered what they say is the world's oldest color. Oldest, the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck does that Who even mean? Who gives a fuck what World, the oldest, oldest color? color? No, what's what the oldest color? Asshole? Let me guess. Do you Dirt? Want, do you want rust? <laughs> no, it is bright pink. That's, that, does, that sounds like How? bullshit. No way. The pigments were discovered after researchers crushed 1.1 billion year old rocks found in a marine shale deposit beneath the Sahara Desert in Africa. You know it's not what? color, it's pigment. Yeah. Some prick, all right? Some prick, like, pulls up this, like, fucking rock. He he bashes this old-ass <laughs> fucking rock, right? It's, like, 86 million years old. It's like, well, what'd you discover? And he's scratching his ass. He's like, fucking nothing. There's nothing in here. It's just a fucking powder. And then, then they concocted this fucking bullshit-ass story. It's like... Uh, 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 well, it's the world's oldest color. It's like, no, it fucking isn't. You just, you found nothing. This isn't a headline. This, this isn't a headline. It is a headline because he found it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a news story. Counterpoint, it is a headline. <laughs> it is a headline because it is a headline. So sassy. Sounds like something a normal person from California would say. <laughs> not, not us like Blair Witch people who were like suffering with like, uh, you know, forest forest witches. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, Taylor, we got anything else? You really think that's the best horror movie? Like you still stand by that? No, I changed my answer to... Um, Fair to remember. <laughs> either the blob or the thing. I, I would say the blob, probably. What else you got, Taylor? Japanese manufacturer Honda also known for its cars, jets, motorcycles, and marine engines. Fucking creepy-ass sales associates. Yeah, and robots that trip over stairs. Yeah, when are they going <laughs> to figure that out? Wants to, wants to reclaim its title for making the fastest... Do you want to guess? What, the fastest way for your Bluetooth to not work? Because <laughs> they, the fa- they got that title down. Yeah, could they get the fa- fastest fucking downloads for their updates? or 84 gig updates that I have to download over broadband? What you, Honda? Honda? Oh, I'm thinking of Sony. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, they all look the same to me. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Oh, the companies, the corporations. <laughs> wow. Ooh, boy. <laughs> Japanese manufacturer Honda wants to reclaim its place for the title of fastest lawnmower in the world. How dumb. God, why don't they just make fucking cars? Yeah, just make something, Jesus. The original mean mower could hit 130 miles per hour and set a Guinness Book World Record at 116.575 miles per hour in 2014. The current record holder, a modified Viking mower made by a Norwegian group, hit a top speed of 134 miles per hour a year later. They're aiming for 150. This is the saddest pissing contest I've <laughs> ever heard. Like, the fastest mower. Like, if you came home, if I came home after winning first place in the f- world's fastest mower, and I, I was married, and my wife said, what'd you do, honey? I would say, oh, nothing. 
I would not, I would be ashamed to tell anybody, let alone someone I loved and cared You're about. You're never going to have a wife, though. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now if this, now what they're, now I know what they're doing. They're taking it as like a drag race. You know, that's how they're yeah. doing it. it. If it was doing 150 miles an hour and taking tur- uh, taking turns and corners really tight and actually mowing a lawn at that speed, I would be impressed. But if it's just a straightaway, you're just building a fast motor that happens to have a spinning blade attached to it. It, it yeah. does cut grass. Yeah, but it's just in a straight line. Okay, I needed to cut grass like I cut grass when I was a kid. Well, the the blade Which would have was to be super fucking badass. Yeah, me too. I was a really good lawnmower. Yeah, it, the blade has both, to be man. It, it has to be synchronized with the speed at which the wheels are turning. Because if the blade doesn't make a full cycle per length of the mower, you're not going to get a, an even cut on the grass. And by the way, where are they even testing this thing? What do they have like fucking yards and yards of football fields? Oh, sorry, soccer. Probably hate this story. Did you ever have to clean uh, when you when you cut the grass as a kid? Did you turn the mower over and like have to take like a little old paint scraper and scrape out all the the grass that was cut inside there? Oh yeah. yeah. Occasionally, until my dad got a, a riding mower, and that was so much fucking fun. Like the kids Did in the neighborhood would want to come over and ride that thing. I remember scraping out the shit on the inside and always having to like disconnect the one wire because I was like terrified that the blade would just start up and cut off yeah. my hand. Yeah. Uh, That's it for news, except I did find an article from NHL.com that does explain that it is a rite of passage to have your teeth be gone. Yeah, but that's uh, that's, that sounds like an op-ed. Sounds like some guys like yeah, it's a a, you know everyone loses a tooth in hockey. Yeah, I mean like five, six players. Everybody gets a concussion in the NFL. It's a (laughs) rite of passage. Yeah, right. (laughs) What's my name? Uh, That's it for the my wife. (laughs) That's it for the news, Maddox. Thank you, Taylor Nikolai, our journalist in moderation. Banana, thank you so much for joining our show this week. I should also mention before we close out this episode, if you want to follow Ron, it's at Ron Babcock on Twitter. And Hey Ron on Instagram. Or, you know, just go to HeyRon.com. That has all my shit. There you go. And it's a really well-designed website. You know what? It's made in iWeb. Okay. (laughs) From like 2012. I cannot. Thank you, Maddox. (laughs) Thank you. And Taylor Nikolai is at Taylor Nikolai on Twitter. If you haven't followed me yet, you probably won't. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a while. (laughs) I love Taylor. And I'm Maddox Rules on Twitter. Guys, don't forget to follow us. The show continues on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. All right, that's it for the show. Thank you for joining us, Banana. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us, Taylor Nikolai. Taylor Nikolai. Thank you to the first tangent officer, Ron Babcock. Follow me at Taylor Nikolai. (laughs) But most of all, you're welcome. You want to play soccer for fun. All you're doing is running around getting kicked in the shins a bunch. (laughs) (laughs) Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network.